Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Yo, today, this is a juicy one, guys. My guest is laughing at me. You can laugh loud. It's okay. Everybody else does. So, as an Angelino, we here in LA really embrace trends. And the latest trend that has been really following me is our crystals. Girl, okay. So, listen, living in Los Angeles, I hike, I get kale salads, I love my green juices, I'm down with the celery thing, I'm into enemas. Yes, girl. Now, the latest craze that I haven't been able to really get into, but it's like everywhere you go is this love for crystals and this like respect to crystals. Guys, it's a motherfucking rock. I just want to start there. So when I go into places like crystal places, like places that have Wicca books and also like astrology books, I see these crystals that are so adorned. They're like, you know, crazy different sizes, beautiful colors, but they're so expensive. And they're like, you know, they're you're told to put them under your house. You're told to find one and hold it like a Chia Pet. I don't know if you put Chia Pets in your hand, but like, or a Nano Pet or whatever, and you like bond with one. Then I go to places like Urban Outfitters and I'm somebody will try to sell me a water bottle with like a crystal in it that's going to make me feel healed after I drink it and I've gotten gifts of crystals from friends which mean so much because they tell me that they pray into it and I'm like now blessed with this message that I clearly needed in my life so today with me is a very special guest who is going to break down for me the truth behind crystals and is going to add Another beautiful thing that I've read about and I've heard about, but I've never done before, which is tarot card reading. So, Ariana, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. So, technically, what are you called? Okay. So, first, I'm unfortunately going to disappoint you. I don't know shit about crystals. Motherfucker! <laughs> I'm a, Hold I, on! I, so you, okay, I, just so everybody knows, five minutes ago when I was downing my Wetzel's Pretzels <laughs> hot dog, Ariana walked in here and put out her crystals. I'm going to show you on my gram. You're going to see the picture. I'm going to take the fucking picture right now of these crystals. So clearly you do know something because you need them. Well, I know they're pretty. You don't think that they're pretty? They're beautiful, but why do you have them out? Because they're pretty. I think that they look nice. Is that really the only reason? Because I also see a wood. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. All right. So I am, my name is Ariana Lenarski. I am a tarot card reader. Okay. Um, Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so um, crystals, some people are into them for healing purposes or whatever. I personally don't hold much stock in that outside of like a placebo effect, basically. Okay. For me, um, crystals are f- for sure a trapping of like metaphysical stuff, you know, like astrology and tarot cards and crystals. You hear them all in the same breath. Yeah. And each crystal here represents like, uh, I would say like a quality. So this represents this one that's uh, like an unvarnished 
or sorry, like an untumbled amethyst represents. Wait, there are going to be people listening to this. Uh-huh. There are going to be so people like that are listening to Lissahan. And it's, what would you say? It looks like the si- inside it's of a really, cave, right? It looks like the inside of a cave with like treasures. Yes. So, I want to describe the visual that's happening yes. in front of us. What Ariana has set in front of us are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven crystals. Mm-hmm. They all range in different sizes. They're all they all could fit in your hand. One is shaped like a pyramid, one's super green like jade. One is really beautiful, like a blush pink and mm-hmm. shaped like a nice little nut, uh, like a macadamia nut, not the other kind. One shaped like a beautiful cave, the inside of a cave. So what you see when you the ca- a cave famously wall. see crystals that have that sparkle to it. Um, one has like, oh my god, this blush crystal pink one here is really dope. It almost looks like it should be on like a necklace. Then there's a lighter green one that's shaped like celery juice or colored like celery celery juice. Mm-hmm. And then a little, little a little purple. like, it looks like what's that candy? Mike and Ike. It looks like a purple mm-hmm. Mike and Ike. And then she's got a sage looking stick. Yes, this is Palo Santo. Okay, so I. I like to perform witchcraft. That's like something that I enjoy. Wait, that's so cool. So, so to do that, you're supposed to have things that represent each of the four elements. So crystals represents earth. This rep- the Palo Santo represents fire. And then I have a water, water bottle. And then air is just usually like... Present know, in the room. Exactly, yeah. In attendance. Yeah. Or you play music or something like Kay. that. Okay. When you do witchcraft, uh-huh. I'm Christian. I love myself some Jesus. Okay. Wait, you lifted your eyebrows. Why? Do we like I was curious battle forces? It, I, like, I was curious if you're like, uh, what are you Catholic right. or are you? So here's my deal. I got saved when I was about 24. When I say I got okay. saved, it's a crazy story I have to tell someday, by the way. But something super miraculous happened between Jesus and I when I prayed. And he did something and saved me in a way that nothing else could have happened. It wasn't a placebo effect. It was, right. it was like it was literally- like undeniable. Like, yes. So from then on, I was like, okay, fine. I'm going to like <laughs> follow you and listen. Now, do I go to church all the time? No. Do I cuss like a sailor? Yes. Do I believe in sleeping with somebody before marriage? Sure. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a relationship. For me, I am not religious. It's a relationship I have with me and the Holy Spirit. And mm-hmm. I learn about him and why he created me every day. Now, witchcraft. <laughs> when I was in high school, all my friends practiced Wicca. And what I've learned now that I'm on this side of the light, I've learned that there can be darkness attached to it, but I don't know if that's true. So for you, do you ever feel like witchcraft could follow you, Um, get you, somebody's spirit could latch onto you? You know, I think that there are, it's hard with witchcraft because the history is so like maligned, obviously. It's like considered really dark. Right. But what? protects you because you're Ariana and you're right. I mean five five petite <laughs> and so what protects you like for me I can say the blood of Jesus because that's right. my faith something will protect me what will protect you so that you don't you have like what? usually people you. people call upon their gu- uh, guardians guides angels and ancestors is a lot of times okay people invoke that um with witchcraft I would say there's very much this sense that there have been people that have come before you um, so I actually think within witchcraft, Jesus is considered like an ascended master. It's oh. like someone who is incorporated into people who like read angel cards and stuff like that. Okay. He'll like show up as an ascended master. So tell so he's me. He's like the... a part of the fray. Got you. Got you. He's a part of the realm. <laughs> he's a part of the realm. I use the yeah. word. It's a spiritual word. I, per- I kind of personally, it's, it's interesting with me with witchcraft where, um, my idea of faith isn't I'm kind, I, I tend to be more like I don't know like I, I tend to have it more of a like 
mm-hmm. like that sounds fun. Yeah. Like if some if someone says to me that they're saved, or if someone says Jesus is an ascended master, I'm kind of like that's not, that's fun. Like got you. you I understand. What I mean, I'm like. Yeah, it, it's, okay. yeah, it doesn't redirect or change what right. you believe and what you practice. Of course, right, I right. understand that. Um, but it's cool that you have respect to know what other people yeah. feel and believe. When yeah. it comes to witchcraft, what's uh-huh. the last spell you've casted? Uh, the last spell I cast was to... Um, it was a new moon rituals. So this was like two weeks ago. Oh my God, there's been so many great moons lately and Mercury <laughs> retrogrades. There have and... been so many great moons lately. It's such a great, that's such a yeah. great like catchphrase. I love new moons. It's refreshing. I yes, feel yes. differently those mm-hmm. nights. So I did a spell on the new moon and I believe it was to draw in love. I did a love, I did a love spell. You can do that yeah. like Cupid? Mm-hmm. So did you get laid or what happened? Not yet. <laughs> okay, okay. Wait, not to say that when you get laid, that's considered love, but I'm kidding. Uh-huh. What I mean is you put out a spell to the moon to attract positive energy in the form of love to you. Uh-huh. Is that right? Yeah, you write. I have a little new moon diary, so okay. I'll write down like I, um, and you say the intentions as if it's already happened, right? Yeah. So you write, I have a partnership in perfect alignment with my greatest and highest good and the highest good of all involved. Okay. So I frame it kind of like that. See, but then when, okay, so when you say witchcraft, Uh I think maybe it's because of the word witchcraft. I think of because the amazing um, movie that we all watched when we were younger. The craft was so (laughs) cool. You think of like toad's eyes and like weird, you know, cauldron Mm -hmm. and like casting things bad on people. But (laughs) you're explaining that witchcraft can be used for good. Absolutely. Yeah. But I do think, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like there are people out there that are like casting hexes for sure like that. Yeah. Would would voodoo be considered witchcraft? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever done that before? No. Okay. Because that's not (laughs) in your character. I wouldn't do that. I've had someone do that on me. Try to do voodoo on me in New Orleans. Yeah. What happened? A man cast a voodoo spell on me and said that every time that I had sex, I would see his ugly face. This was this truly happened to me while I was walking down the street. Yeah, but that like you go back to placebo effect, girl. That's a placebo effect. That's kind if of. If I what, tell you well, not to think about an elephant right now, that's what well, are you doing? That's so interesting that you say that because that to, that kind of is what curse work is all about. Oh, it's, like, it's getting into your mental yeah. mm-hmm. and making it impossible for you to avoid. So yes. therefore, the curse quote unquote yes, works. Yes, and people like are like, oh, it's just a placebo effect. It's just a placebo effect, and it's like. It, it's really powerful. Like what you th- think about is, yeah. it's not ju- just the placebo effect. Like that's like an, 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 mer- an amazing thing that happens that if we think a certain way, it changes our physical bodies. Okay. Like that's yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah. So, you know, that's to me, that's like the curse is, is someone curses you, tells you a story that you then obsess about, sure. you know, truly believe to be true. And sometimes it, you know, can lead to your ruin. Okay, so I'm not a witch, but I'm smart, smart. So I would think <laughs> that if I'm boning and I'm picturing this person's face, right. what I would do then is speak out to whoever's listening for me. It would be Jesus. Right. And I would be like, Jesus. Jesus. We use this word in church. I don't know what it, uh-huh. I don't know. It's just a word I'm going to use because it makes me sound fancy. I rebuke whatever curse somebody put on me right. that's going to influence what I am thinking about if it's not in you. Amen. Like, yes. could that be a... Yes, I do something similarly under the full moon. So new moon is for like drawing in. Yep. Full moon is for release. Okay. So under the full moon, I would write like, um, you know, 
uh, I demand that all ties, cords, connections I have to this be gone. Energy be gone. Yeah, and so it's, it's very similar. I'm s- happy sex. <laughs> I, I I pray that you have a happy future. Thank you so much. Sexual I really vision. That. Really I pray that you have that. happy visions in your sexual future. I really appreciate that. You're welcome. No, no one has told me that yet. Yes. So, so this is really cool, Ariana. <laughs> You're teaching me that. Not all witches are bad. Definitely not. Not all witchcraft is about the spooky stuff that we see uncharmed in the craft. Definitely not. And when it comes to tarot card reading, I'm really excited to get into this. Now, my experience with tarot cards is honestly being a girl who's from the Bay Area and walking the streets of San Francisco, particularly Hayden Ashbury, I would have, I don't know if they were gypsies, but particular people running up to me all the time asking for a tarot card read. Uh Or I would see that like dark curtained yeah. small room and would say, you know, it would have that same picture of the hands and the ball and it would say, come, you know, read, yeah. get your tarot card read. I never did it because Scam- A. Scammers. Scammers, are they? Okay, so so a couple questions. Are they scammers? How do you know? Okay. What the Here's fuck is a know. tarot? I Here's know it's not you, a purple potato. Yeah. What is it? Here's how you can tell. Some tarot, I mean, most tarot readers are kind of intuitive. Like they can cold read pretty well. Do you know what I mean? Like okay. they can sense, you know, just like you or me, they can like, yeah get a vibe pretty quickly. Yep. But um, they then will say something like, you've got a real darkness to you and I can remove it for you, but you're going to have to come back like a ton of times. So if someone ever tells you like, oh my God, you've got a curse. I've seen them do that. Yes, but I've also seen them come up to me and they go, for me, they're like, ooh, there's something magical about you. Same thing. Yeah, same. And I'm like, that's that's scamming both ways. body spray on my pussy. (laughs) No, I don't. I right. think that. But no, what I really think, though, about that approach is that it feels invasive. It is. It feels like when you do that, you've come into my aura and I didn't invite you. So therefore, I can't trust you and what you're about to say yeah. after that. And it makes me Pushing also your wonder. boundaries. Right. It also makes me wonder if anybody who does go for a reading, they are they're depleted of attention or some yeah. type of, you know. That's how people get preyed on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So who is the right person to go in for a tarot card reading and why would you go? I would go for a tarot reading if it interests you in any way. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't think there's unless, you know, you have a history of like gambling. You know what I mean? Like, I'd be careful. Oh, if it can be addictive. Here's some. Yeah, I would say if you have an addictive personality, I would just be cautious. Like, especially if you've if you've struggled with like control stuff like OCD mm. that's not that's not an addiction obviously that's right. more like right. struggling like neurodivergent basically but like um, if you fall privy to letting something else kind of make decisions for you or yeah, wean you one way or the know, other out I of health I wouldn't necessarily choices. be like don't do it yeah. but I would just you know I would check in I would move slow I would okay. see how you, I would never you know I would never like encourage anybody to do it like more than once a month to start. Do you know what I mean? I really like that you're not swaying all of us to go get a reading. You're you're yeah. sharing that it's entertaining. <laughs> yeah. It's something very cool to know. Yeah. But it's not something like you're pushing down our throats or is for everybody. No. I and it's not for everybody. I think it's it's um it's definitely something I love and like I would say everyone should it would should maybe get one tarot reading once in their lives. Like why not? And you know that I mean? said, that is why after this break, I am getting <laughs> my first ever tarot first card, ever card reading. Cool. Pop this cherry, girl. <laughs> How 
How'd you get into tarot card reading and what does tarot mean, Ariana? So I used to read at parties in my 20s. Like I used to just with a regular deck of cards because I thought it was fun. What is re- just like used- a bicycle, just bicycle cards, and I would assign my own meanings. Like I didn't know, I thought it was fun, oh. and I didn't like small talk, so I wanted to get deeper with people Me right too. away. Yeah, are you a sapiosexual? <laughs> um, it's sapiosexual. I'm just kidding. Is it really? No, it's not. Oh shit, it's not. It's not. It's not. But I do that to every person who says that. I uh, oh because you've been told that. Right, right. I don't I can't imagine I, you with somebody who just wants to be small talked. No, yeah, I think that would stress me out yeah. a lot. Um. I don't know. That's actually a good question. I, I recently was like, maybe it would be really nice to date a dumb jock. Oh, it like would maybe be it would just be refreshing. Re- someone who just like emotionally supports you and well, is as a person sweet. who's deep, there are people who are too deep, like where you can't get anything <laughs> done because they're still in that rabbit hole of thinking about that one conscious thought. Like there yeah. is also a zen of There's like something nice about just know your thoughts and then jock. let it go. Yeah, yeah, just like an athlete who's just not. Putting that out there in the atmosphere for yeah, you, girl. That's really hot athlete. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So tarot, what does that okay. mean? And how, why don't we pronounce the last T? I think that tarot actually comes from a word that means like fake. I think it means false. Guys, this is not, Ariana is not selling this shit. What the fuck? That is hilarious. Is that true? Uh, I think it's from taroki and I'm pretty sure that it's from this Italian word. And I think taroki means blood orange, which means some is like a slang for false. But but I will sell it a little bit while I say like tarot is one of the, you know, I've been like an entertainer for most of my life. And tarot is one of the most true things I've found. So I, oh, could, wow. I could sell it that way. I give guess. me a couple of examples why. Give me a couple of examples of how tarot cards influenced your life, bad or good. Um, It really... Uh, asked me to take leaps of faith a lot of the time because you you know you're sitting with these cards right and they're cards so it's like you're just looking at cards like what do you how could it how could it lead you to anything you know it's all random and it took uh I had to take a lot of leaps of faith in terms of like believing that what I was seeing could be that I could be like speaking with myself, basically using the cards, if that makes oh, sense. Okay, okay, I can and see that, that. Maybe I was, maybe I knew more than I thought I did. Ah, so, so there's like these sort of like leaps of faith in terms of like you know maybe my quote higher self actually knows the truth of whatever okay. it might be in that situation, and then having to kind of go for it, and it would work, and I would be like amazed. It would be like a miracle every so, time. For everybody out there listening. I'm sitting across from Ariana right now. She has the deck of cards in front of her and her cute little trail of crystals. And what I'm going into this is to A, learn about what tarot card reading is. B, I'm very interested to see what the energy and what the spirits may have for me Uh in this. I am a little nervous, but I think I'm just nervous because... If you flip one over and I know that I'm dying of cancer, I'm going to put my vape away and then I'm going to go. I would never say that to you. No, but I want to know. But but see, here's right. the thing. I like information because it helps to lead me to make smart decisions. Of course. However, I'm not easily swayable. I actually have a zero addictive personality. So cool. I'm not the type that like if you said, oh, the relationship I'm in is bad for you. Right. I'm just going to now be very mindful about how my relationship is going so that I decide at the end of the day if it is right for me or not. You yes, know what I mean? So totally. it's not, not really different from what I would normally do. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. What do I do? Go ahead and shuffle these cards. And shuffle. just think about something that you would like guidance about. And if you want, you can say it out loud as you're doing it. You Kay. can keep it to yourself or tell us. I, Jeannie Mai, high spirits out there. I love this. This is great. Welcome to, listen, honey, do you like my outfit? Kind of put it together for you. Your cards match my pajamas. 
I've always wanted a job where you wear pajamas to work, so hello, honey. <laughs> All right, spirits and people out there, whoever's listening and cares about my life, I would like some guidance on my love life. I'm, oh, I'm not going to sway you. I just want to okay. say my love life. I'm not going to say anything else. I also want some guidance on shmoney. Okay. I want to know what's up with my bread. How am I baking it, packing it, stacking it? How am I doing there? I want some guidance on my family. My family I'm very close to and I um, have some few members that are deep in my heart that I'm working on and with. Those are my three. Can okay. I keep going or is there... That's good. That's my mage. Yeah, yeah. Those are my mage. I think it's going to... Uh, like mix them all together. For and you that's not in any particular order. Yeah. It's just. Okay. So I'm just going to say a brief prayer over these cards. It's going to be a little dead air. Sorry. <gasps> okay. So we have the recent past. We have the present. And then we have the near future. So this is pretty interesting. So you just flipped over three cards three in cards. front of us. And you said it's the recent past. Recent past. In the recent past, we have reversed emperor. In the present, we have the two of pentacles. In the near future, we have the reversed king of pentacles. So here we go. Here's the reversed empire. Empire. The rever but kind of. Reversed emperor in the past position. Okay. The emperor is the stereotypical father figure. This is someone who guides growth a lot of the time. This is like what we would hope a dad would do you know, mm. a lot of mm -hmm. the time. Um, or, or even quote, father with capital F, you know, like God. Mm. Um, even though I don't subscribe necessarily to like patriarchal God or anything like that. But I totally get <laughs> Thank you for So it, he, he very much makes sure all the trains run on time. He tries yeah. to keep, he's- he, Order. Mm -hmm, order, authority. He is someone who makes sure chaos has a structure to go through because he wants to guide growth. He serves justice, which is what we call a major arcana in the deck. So the reason that he is assuming this position of authority is because he serves justice and he knows that this is important in order for things to, to in order for things, for quote, karma to carry out the way that it should, he must, you know, have authority in order to do so. So when it's reversed, it's showing you letting go of control in some ways, letting go of this idea of needing to have everything be in perfect order, or perhaps you were forced to, if that makes sense. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, 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 I want to respond. I should, right? But I don't like want to, to sway you. So are you, you done with that card? I can go through the whole thing first if you want. Do you want me to just go no, through the whole thing? No, let's go through each card. And, okay. No, because then it might sway your next card. Yes, go through your whole thing and okay, then I'll tell great. you after. Okay. So basically if this card is coming up in the past position, so this is a major arcana, which stands for like the big secrets. So, so um, basically, um, this is a theme that would be carrying through your life for a while. So it's even though it's the this new adaptation of what I'm of, doing, of letting of go, of letting go of control in a lot of ways, would be carried out. Yeah, from so here it's on something out. that happened for a while. It's you've been going through it for a while. So it's not just like you've been going through this for two days. It's like months, and it's kind of entering the next part of your life too. Is being cool with not quote being in control all the time. If that makes sense, you know what mm -hmm. I mean. So in regards to love life, in regards to family, in regards to money, all these things, it, it, it would say, okay, this is affecting every aspect that in love, money and your family, there's this ha breakdown of needing, having to say, maybe I shouldn't be, maybe these structures need to be changed. Maybe I don't need to be at the complete helm 100% of the time for these things to flow. Copy. 
Okay. Okay. So now in the present position, so this would this is a very natural next step from the reversed emperor. Two of pentacles. So it shows this like clown figure. He's got a big hat on his head. And he's juggling these two pentacles that are making kind of this little infinity symbol. Yep. And there's this ocean in the background with these ships that are riding the waves. He is the card of keeping things flexible in the material world. So it's a lot of times it's having two jobs or it's um, having fun while you're doing like a lot of stuff that does affect your material world so your money your job like where you live in um, a good way in a well uh he shows that it's necessary for you to whistle while you work right now like having like a dour attitude about stuff okay. would would make things more stagnant great so okay. you're trying so you're now in the present position being supple and trying to navigate like go with the flow exactly that's okay. exactly what this card is about okay so it's lighthearted. It's like having f- yeah. it's like having fun with everything that you're not doing. Not so structured. Not so, not so assigned. Exactly. So it's exact. It's like an exact. It's confirming the first card. Exactly. Yeah. In a very in a very like to me positive way. Like that seems to show me that you understand now that going with the flow is necessary for this time in your life. Understood. So in the future position, is the King of Pentacles reversed? Awfully similar to the Emperor reversed. And I think what this, oh, okay. So I think what this is kind of saying is now sometimes court cards, so it's like kings, these do represent people in your life. So maybe this is a partner or maybe this is your father. You know what I mean? You'd have to like, uh, not not necessarily your father, but like a father Father-like figure. figure. Father-like figure. How is the king of pentacles different from the first emperor? So he's different because the emperor, as I said, is a major arcanist. This is like longstanding themes. Like you're thinking about it a lot, you know, a lot. King of Pentacles is more about the actual people in your life or it's like you doing things on a more day-to-day level. So it's almost like saying, okay, maybe the next thing you're going to be doing is... So when the King of Pentacles is reversed, he can be overly focused on the material world. He is a little bit stingy or structured or like stubborn. You know what I mean? Like doesn't... In a good way or a... Mm, It depends on the situation. To me, since these seem positive, like the Emperor versus Leading the Two Pentacles, that seems positive. It seems like, to me, it, it would almost be like, okay, so now you're letting yourself be inspired to let go of material things a little bit more and not not having an over-obsession with how much you have or something like that, in whatever sense. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Sure. So not just like money, but like um, your, how you, how uh, things work within your relationship. So the first sense. card would the first card would assume that I am on a new path of letting go and not being so structured and controlling the second card confirms the first card saying I'm more open-minded flexible and just go with the flow the Mm -hmm. third card says there's a person in my life or is Um, it it's more like that's the that's part part of the fit the phase of these two cards so I'm I'll pull some clarifying cards to show more what I'm saying um, so to me, it looks like, so I pulled the reversed five of pentacles and I pulled the reversed four of wands. So honestly, what it looks like is um, the letting letting go of somebody. Like that's what that looks like. The reverse king of pentacles looks like letting whoever this person what? reminds you of, you're letting them go. Got if you. that makes sense. Because okay. this is like kind of like the grief card. Yep. You know what I mean? Oh, you can see like this you're mourning long... the separation yep. or the the disconnect yeah. of something. And this is usually like um, this is usually 
represents a white rite of passage. It looks like a wedding, right? Okay. So usually this represents like some kind of happy celebratory event or okay. rite of passage of some of some kind. Reversed, it's like um, it's it's showing that once you're able to sort of like let go of whatever this king represents to you, this this reversed king, it'll help you lead. It'll help you grieve that. Like it'll help you with the change. Yep. And it'll end up being kind of like a positive event, even though it's sad at the same time. Do you know what Got I mean? Got you. And the King it's of Pentacles, is it always a male? No. Got you. It's just just a male like energy. It's masculine energy. It is I think of kings as like every every suit has a particular energy. Pentacles is about the real world, earth, your feet, foundations, trust, support, you know, practical stuff. Kings are like architects of their suit. Okay. So he's very enterprising. He's like has the Midas touch. He's usually very reliable, but when he's reversed, he's like doesn't want things to change, very focused on just the bottom line. I understand. So that's kind of how that's flowing. Cool. Does that all kind of make sense? Super. Yes. What do you think? My turn? <laughs> okay. First of all, thank you for taking the time to do that. Like I really appreciate so even your positive energy and praying over the cards and all that. This is what I think. Because if this is what it's referring to, it's eerily spot on. Nice. So the emperor, the first person that you said, which is rigid, structured, that I've now stepped away from, that is absolutely true. The past me, which was during the time that I was married, overworked, still overworked, but just really um, very structured into how I lived my life was just that I was I, is the the emperor so so I have stepped away from that of choosing that type of life so I still have order and conduct in my life but I'm more flexible to now like say in two in the afternoon when I'd usually grind all the way till 11 at night and then fall asleep crashed because I had to make sure I got things done now at two I'll be like you know what my body's tired I want to wind down and like go to bed at four which I really did the other day so th that I, I feel is fresh the pinnacle dude um, being open-minded and, and just kind of like letting myself go with the flow. That's absolutely true, especially in the instances of what I wanted some direction on with family. There's family members that are in a juxtaposition in their life and where I used to be like, you've got to do this. Come move in with me. I want to help change this and be controlling about it. Now I'm like, you know what? You do you. I'm going to love you if from afar because you need that space. But you do you. And I'm going to go do me and know that my love is here. Mm -hmm. And the last one, the king of pentacles, some dude that is very in control of material things and holding on to stuff. And, and you see the morning of letting that go. And then also the marital kind of celebration of like new life. That's actually me letting that person go. Mm -hmm. So about a year ago, I recognized that not only was I so regimented in defining these things that people thought about me. I'm married, so therefore stay married even though I was unhappy and stay in this matrimony and let it lead my structured life of whatever that looks like even though I was my spirit wasn't in that. And then I also think my health, my health was completely sacrificed. Is that the word? Yeah, my health was sacrificed over my actual like mind and, and, and thought and being present because I had an eating disorder and I was super over controlling about 
never mm, touching carb. That's I didn't, very reverse temper now that I... Really? I, oh, yeah. So I never touched a carb for 10 years, girlfriend. I'm looking at a Wetzel pretzel hot dog <laughs> next to me, waiting for me right now. And I never touched not a carb, not a pasta, not a sandwich bread, nothing. Um, because when I moved to LA, somewhere along the line, I felt like I was always complimented for being skinny. So I just decided right. it's so much better to be skinny and I stayed right at 100 pounds. And now I'm about 124 and I'm actually trying to gain because I like how I feel and I like how much more strong I feel when I go to the gym and I work out and I build shape to my body. But that took letting go. And so today I actually have to be mindful about forcing myself to eat and all that because my mind will always go back to the stay skinny, weigh yourself every day, do not eat after 7 p.m. And I was miserable and I was always fucking hungry. So I believe that this is where I'm at right now, which for anybody out there who who knows me or is going through something similar, what has now resulted in the reward of doing this, letting go of shedding that that old wineskin of control and how I used to be or how I used to think I should be is the power of being present in how beautiful life is right now. Mm-hmm. I'm really practicing mindfulness and I'm in love with just stopping everything to just feel the person that's sitting across from me having a conversation, the person who cares enough to call me and tell me about their problem, the air that's flowing around me for me to breathe, that rustling of a tree in the wind, the satisfaction of finishing a great project, the rest I'm about to look forward to as I wipe my makeup off my face, like just being super present. So I wouldn't have been able to do that had I had any of those king pentacle or emperor people in my life because I was so focused on the next five things I have to do or the current moment of did I not eat anything to make sure that tomorrow I get on that scale and I'm 100 pounds Mm -hmm. you know oh absolutely I think I totally agree I think that like it's very much showing that because of your ability to let go of over focusing on quote just your body you know what I mean just what there's another card in the deck that's the devil you know and the devil says there's nothing but what you see before you like there's Oof, no you know what i mean like true it's really not no it's terrible <laughs> and so there's a there's a there's a low you know not it's not as serious as that but there's a little bit of reverse king of pentacles there he's a little bit thinking there's there's nothing but our bodies you know what i mean like that mm. that's kind of it and what it's show, and it's kind of showing what you're saying where it's like um you're now more open to feeling the lows and the highs. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, and that's... And embrace them. And embracing them. And there's a lot of, I think, um, there's a lot about not wanting to feel anything. Like, that's a lot of what control is about. Is yes. Not, and it, I mean, it's kind of a little misogynistic. Absolutely. Because <laughs> it's like, women are, quote, known for being the feelers or whatever yep. like that. So sensitive. Sensitive and emotions, blah, blah, blah. But that sort of ability now to be present and feel whatever you're feeling without judging it, it sounds like. Yes. It's like mindfulness and is a really wonderful place to be. You're reminding me of the quote that I introduced on our first podcast of Listen Hanay, which explains why I'm doing this podcast, is the Eckhart Tolle quote, yeah, which great. is, rather than being your thoughts and emotions, be the awareness behind them. Yes. Thank That's you, Ariana. Much. You're so welcome. This is amazing. <laughs> okay, so you guys, Ariana has a dope podcast. Can you tell us about yes, it and where we find it? What's your deal? You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts. And I. you can probably Google What's Your Deal or my name, Ariana Lenarski. How do you spell that name? You can, I'm gonna, I'll spell for you. It's there we go. A-R-I-A-N-A-L-E-N-A-R-S-K-Y. And you can find me, if you would like a reading, I, I do readings. You can contact me at 
DreamCityTarot on Twitter or at Gmail. And if you want to just like find me, I have a really, I have a handle I made like years ago before I, you know, made it easy to find me. But it's Ardvarsk, A-A-R-D-V-A-R-S-K. And you can find me on Instagram or that's what I was looking for. I was like, yeah. I'm, I'm sitting here waiting on the ground because that's the one that I, know. I would follow. I'm so, uh, yeah, it's A-A-R-D-V-A-R-S-K. And I'm just Perfect. so resistant. I'm so resistant to Instagram and I know I shouldn't be. I don't know why. <laughs> Ariana Lenarski, thank you so much for your time and thank, thank you for you so gifting me with your talents. Make sure to follow. Make sure to listen to Ariana's podcast. And thank you for listening to Listen, Honey. And don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe, because I'm watching, guys. I want to know what you thought about this, if it was helpful to you. What did you learn? And, yo, if you go for a tarot reading, I want to hear about it. So let me know how it went. Bye. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.